Hey, welcome. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. It is Froster Buns Friday, so we're going to be all over the place. Buckle up. Uh, there is a, a report here uh, on inflation, and it's not good. Uh, the, the producer price index for January, a measure of wholesale inflation, has gone up. Economists that were polled by Dow Jones had anticipated a gain of maybe 0.1%, but no, it was 03 uh, and that's excluding uh, food and energy. Core PPI rose a half a percent. Whoa. <clears throat> that ain't good if you're waiting for interest rates to come down. Just compounding the problem. Uh, also, we're talking about schools. And uh, we uh, we covered uh, this assertion that, well, if you're into the written word, it's just racist. So we, we got that underground, and uh, Fannie Willis, of course, uh, and her testimony yesterday. Why the, it, that, that is a really patient judge. I'm telling you right now, that guy is really patient. All right, let's go to the phones. Start our Froster Buns Friday with John. John, good morning. Hey, good morning, Gary. Thanks. Um, so I wanted to talk about this schools thing, uh, but real quick, about that Biden car yeah. Uh, I heard the paint is fading. It's not quite as bright as it used to be, and it's probably not going to last another four years. You know, I, I heard that, too, but I understand that uh, uh, Hunter Biden will paint it for you. Well, what are you going to do about the leaking fluids? When they get old, they start leaking the fluids. <laughs> That's true, too. All right, go ahead. All right, so with the schools, you know, it occurred to me the other day that I think that the uh, conservatives and libertarians among us could force change in schools pretty easily, uh, basically by just not sending their kids to school starting fall 2024. And I think a lot of people would be wary about that idea, but the thing is, the schools run like a business. If you don't send your kids, they don't get money. So it's only going to be a month or two into the school year before the people that run it are freaking out and clamoring for some sort of meeting. And uh, I think then you would have your opportunity to say, here's what we want to change. You know, the better idea would be to, to just homeschool or private school. Uh, the resources I agree. are there. I agree that's better, but I don't think there's enough people that can make it work. I don't know if it's financially, time-wise, whatever. I don't think there's enough people in our country that are set up to do that right now. Well, it is happening in greater and greater numbers, and it doesn't take a whole lot to completely upset the apple cart. If 5 or 10% no. of the population homeschool their kids, government schools will be in trouble. So that's just 5%. Uh, and and it'll cripple them. The money that they'll lose. Yeah. All right, John, thank yeah, you. Yep, yep. Appreciate it. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. James, good morning. Hey, good morning. Yes, sir. I, uh, I wanted to make a comment about the, about the schools or the indoctrination stations. They're in the process of dumbing down the students. Um, if the written word is quote-unquote racist, then they will be able to, uh, in not too far down the road, 
get rid of the Constitution because it's racist. And then uh, then they'll have the students, you know. Well, they, they already think that it's racist. They are, and they're teaching kids that the origins of the country are based on racism. Uh, they're they're just indoctrinating one step after another. They're the ones. They're the ones that are causing the racism. They're the ones that are yes. separating us. I go out into Columbia here and I interact with black, white, Hispanic people, and everybody is friendly towards one another. You know, it just it's not real. But they they will separate based on race. They literally, it's an undoing of everything they were pushing in the 60s. Right. You know, and they were you doing just, the busing in the major metropolitan areas, and we've got to, you know, uh, homogenize, put everybody together. Now they're promoting uh, events for blacks only and Hispanics only and whites only. Uh, they're yeah, separating us. They, All right. they, we just got to keep, we got to stop listening to these people. Well, we got we to gotta wake people up that aren't listening to us right now. Amen. All right, James, thank you. Spread the word, my friend. Uh, let's go to Columbia. Sharon is on the line. Good morning. Yes, I watched the Hanny thing yesterday, and I'm glad you brought that up about the dress because I knew something looked weird, but I didn't really know what it was. But she reminded me of a bull at a rodeo when she first got there. She was just wanting to, her nostrils were flaring, and she had this attitude that she was going to just run the whole show. As time went on, she calmed down. It was kind of like she went in like a lion and came out like a lamb. But the, one of the things that got me the most was well, she didn't know what continent. Uh, Belize? Where, yes, and then she named, it was some other um, tropical island she was on. That it's not even a continent. She said, well, I don't know what continents they're on where I went. I mean, you think someone that had book smarts would would know that. Yeah, I did nothing. First, she wasn't supposed to be listening to the uh, previous testimony, but it was televised, and you know she was. They didn't expect her to even be there. She just came in like the, you know, the bull in the china shop, your your analogy. Uh, And then all of these references to money that was just, Oh, it just so happens we don't have any receipts for any of this. Not the deposits, not the withdrawals, not the transfers. Uh, it's all, it's all Bravo Sierra. And then the books she wrote, she was talking about how broke she was at certain times, and then she denied that. And well, if you had all this money stashed away at home, how could she didn't pay her taxes or something? Well, if you had all that money stashed away, why couldn't you pay your taxes? None of it made sense. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, in the book she talks about uh, during the race uh, for prosecutors, she was broker in the Ten Commandments. Yet she had thousands of dollars in her. In her, it's it's not even plausible. All right, Sharon, thank you for the call. <laughs> Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. No, it doesn't make sense. Uh, Jim, good morning. What I saw yesterday on the television on the television was two prime examples of affirmative action. And frankly, it just boggles my mind the role the Democrats have been able to play over the years with race in this country. Don't miss miss the fact the Republicans were set up 
as a party of abolitionists to get rid of the Democrat slaves because they owned the slave. They got rid of the slaves. They outlawed slavery. And the, the Democrats came up with Jim Crow laws. They wrote them, poll taxes, uh, uh, literacy exams to try to block black people from voting. And then in 1964, Lyndon Johnson comes up with welfare and comes off with the with the guarded quote that uh, if we can get this passed, there won't be an N-word that votes for another Republican for 100 years. And all their programs now are based on race discrimination. So if there's been one theme that the Democrat Party has pushed and taken advantage of, it's racism and, and race discrimination, and it amazes me that they've been able to get by with that without being held accountable. And it just goes to show the awesome power of the media. And I'm afraid as a Republican that we've lost the media. Uh, and it scares me to death. Well, it's going to get worse. A major, major step in destroying conservative talk has just taken place. A lot of you don't know about it, but I will share it with you in the next segment, so you'll want to listen. Jim, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. I will tell you what's just happened, and it should terrify anybody that, frankly, loves talk radio. That's next on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. It's 20 minutes after 10 o'clock. Glad to have you with us. If you're a, a fan of talk radio, and obviously if you're listening to us, you are. Uh, there are two very large uh, uh, corporations that are in control of most uh, radio stations in the country. There are some, uh, you know, there are lots of independents and brave owners, and I do mean that, uh, courageous owners uh, like the Zimmer brothers uh, that own the stations that we're heard on. But the major, major stations around the country are owned by one of two companies. And George Soros just bought a chunk of one of the, in fact, the second largest uh, radio corporation that owns stations around the country. I'll give you some details here in a minute. Uh, but I want to go to the phones. It's Froster Buns Friday. Gary is on the line. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. They didn't say anything about him getting a monopoly. But this is what I'm calling on um, Frosted Buns on is, is the debt and what Economists say, and what is the truth? The Republicans are lying about the debt, too. There is fiscal debt made by government, and then there's monetary. I watched the federal funds rates, what's going into banks. Two and a half years with Trump, we had $50 billion of printed money going into banks. That lasted, Gary. It didn't get used up until October of last fall. There is $8.6 trillion of quantitative easing, $200 billion a month. Trump actually had $18.6 trillion of federal de uh, fiscal debt and monetary debt. The inflation we got... And Republicans are lying. I used to be one, and I've been. I can't stand the line. The debt and inflation came from Republicans. Higher interest rates 
by the way, are good because they slow down the borrowing from government. And we are going to have our firm landing this summer. And that's when Biden's policies take an effect of higher interest rate. It takes about a two-year lag. Ask Murray about the quantitative easing and the inflows of money to banks. Uh, I have All right, thought- we're, we're getting deep in the weeds, but the point is, uh, and I would argue it's not just the Republicans. Uh, the Republicans are as, as large a contributor of this debt as the Democrats. But both the major parties are running this country into the ground, uh, and neither one of them is standing on principles that the founding fathers believed in, and it's going to be our undoing. You, you said it very well. The debt is a bigger problem than the border. There's no doubt about it, and it's why I cannot vote for Donald Trump, because he increases debt worse than the dang stinking Democrats. And that's the truth. All right, so what, where are you going to go? What, what party did you align with? Uh, you, you point out a good libertarian candidate that you think I can trust, and I'll grab hold of that guy. Uh, I will. I'm, I've been voting Republican my whole life, and I can't stand it. I'm not going to vote for anybody that's lying, and they're not going to fix the problem. Uh, yeah, well, I'm I'm right along there with you. I'm a recovering Republican myself. All right, Gary. Uh, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, the Libertarians have not picked their nominee uh, to run for president yet. There are several whose hats are in the ring. Uh, if you guys really want to know more about uh, Libertarian presidential candidates, I can have them on. I've already had one. I think I've had two of them on the program uh, in the last year. But I'll bring them on. I'll even arrange for a debate and see what, uh, you know, I'd love to hear what Republicans and Democrats think of that. Uh, we can do that. Uh, all right. Um, talk radio has flourished because true conservatives and libertarians, well, they can, uh, they can expose the left. They can stand up to scrutiny. Uh, they will defend their positions, and and the political left can't really do that. They have tried. You know, they've got some left-leaning radio stations, but they're in left-leaning uh, cities. In fact, uh, wh- whatever happened to that liberal network, Brian? Did they go out of business? Uh, you talk about Air America. Yeah, that was uh, that yeah, was the one. They uh, they never struggled. got off the ground. Yeah. Uh, I will defend what I have to say. I I believe that I'm right. I base my opinions on logic, not emotion. And, you know, that's what helps make the program successful. Uh, I don't have a lot of patience when people say things that are, uh, you know, a display of ignorance. But I will defend what I believe I will tell you when I was wrong, and occasionally that, you know, that comes up and I admit it. But the left can't do that. So if you want an honest appraisal of what's going on, if you want an honest discussion of what's going on, you turn to talk radio. Well, there's a, there's a, a problem 
Brewing, one of the two largest companies that own radio stations, in fact, the second largest, has just seen a huge chunk of money thrown in by George Soros. <clears throat> the the uh, George Soros Fund is poised, they say, at the New York uh, Post, to take control of the nation's second largest chain of radio stations. These are uh, huge radio markets that have, uh, you know, iHeartMedia. Uh, the left-leaning billionaire has bought $400 million of debt in Odyssey, uh, the uh, number two U.S. radio broadcaster behind iHeartMedia, including stations like WFAN in New York, uh, 1010 Winds, uh, Los Angeles KROQ. Uh, 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 this could affect talk radio in a negative way because they having $400 million of, um, of their debt can control programming. They can influence programming. So, uh, I, do we have uh, stations in our market? We've got stations in our markets that are competitors of ours that are owned by this corporation. I believe so, yes. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to name names, but, you know, in the market you're listening to us in right now, there are radio stations that are owned uh, by this company that uh, George Soros has just taken a huge percentage of. Uh, I, I'm, it's going to affect talk radio. He's going to, I am sure, control what broadcasters uh, can say on those radio stations. It's going to be a problem for talk radio. Thank God for people like uh, John and Don Zimmer. Because they're going to be the ones that will carry talk radio and have a free market in talk radio. Soros is going to ruin it. 874-9390, toll-free numbers, 800-529-5572. Uh, this, uh, let me, you know what I did not do, Brian, is I did not check. All right, you can send a message uh, to GaryNolan.com, and, and it pops up in studio, and I wasn't looking at it. Donna, responding to a Black Lives Matter group in Washington, uh, and their assertion that the spoken word, or the written word is somehow racist, says, uh, I think the written word means the Bible. Uh, I'm not sure, but that's an interesting take. Uh, Brandon says, George Soros and his company bought out uh, some talk radio. It's a problem for the boomers, not young conservatives, that listen via podcast and the Internet. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a problem for everybody. It's a problem for everybody. Uh, all right, uh, let me see what else do we have here because we are we are not done. Oh man, have we got a lot of lot of ground to cover? Headlights. I know this is going to sound silly, but headlights are in the news, and I'll tell you about a system that you can't have here because of the government. That's next on the Gary Nolan Show.
This is the Gary Nolan Show. Wow, the news just keeps on just keeps on happening, Brian. Yes, California bill could pave the way for free tuition for black students. Oh, Lord. All right, let me get to the headlight story. There is a, a, a thing called adoptive headlights. That's not just, you know, most cars today in America, the closest thing you come to is that high beam detector that'll turn your high beams off uh, and back on again. But that's not adoptive headlights. Adoptive headlights will literally block the, the light from oncoming traffic or the car in front of you. It will just carve out a dark spot for them so that it doesn't blind them. You can get cars with adoptive headlights in Europe, in Asia, even in Canada. Um, if you now, I've got a, a Mercedes Benz. Thanks to Mercedes Benz of Columbia, I kind of hooked on the car. Uh, these cars are all equipped to handle adoptive headlights. But in the United States, they're not on. They won't program them on. And they don't do that because the federal government regulates headlights. Now, not too long ago, the federal government said, okay, you can have these adoptive headlights. But you have to have them the way we want them. And so they want a response time that's faster than the human being could, can respond. They've got all kinds of rules and regulations about how they want adoptive headlights. So the adoptive headlights that are working all over the world can't be used here because they don't meet the federal government's regulations. Apparently, they know better than uh, anybody else what kind of headlights you can have. These adoptive headlights can actually shape the light that comes from the headlights rather than scattering it all over the road. So if there's a car coming in in another direction or one that's driving ahead in the same lane, the light stays precisely away from that vehicle. The rest of the road is still bright uh, and still lit up with just a pocket of dimmer light around the other vehicles. That way, uh, a deer, a pedestrian, or a bicyclist uh, by the side of the road can still be seen clearly while the other drivers sharing the road can also see. Now, this is a story that is right from MSN, so obviously not written by some uh, uh, conservative right-winger. The, but they're attacking the government and the restriction, restrictions they're putting on this. How many times, Brian, have you driven down the road... Uh, you're on Stadium Boulevard, and there's a car on the other side of the street, and they don't even have their high beams on, but their headlights are so bright, it's blinding you. Yeah, it uh, happens all the time, and sometimes I think, you know, I'll like, well, I'll flick them with my headlights, and then I realize, oh, maybe it's, maybe they're not on high beam. You don't know. Maybe this, their headlights are not adjusted properly. This would fix that. This would fix that. If, if we could have them here, this would fix it. Uh, the, uh, the regulations uh, in, in uh, 2022 were supposed to finally let us have these automatic uh, 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 headlights. But they're so restrictive, you can't get them. Uh, ADB-enabled headlights 
are sold on uh, some luxury cars here in America. Uh, they just lack the software to perform the way they were designed to. Uh, some American Mercedes drivers can enjoy a dazzling light display when they start up their car or shut it off. Uh, my car, my wife's car, they both do this. Moving streaks of light uh, that wash across the pavement or walls in front of the car like a glittering snowstorm. But while driving, the lights work just like standard high beams and low beams. Their adaptive capabilities aren't enabled here because they don't meet the government's rules. The adaptive uh, headlights work like uh, digital projectors using a million more LED pixels to project light patterns on the road. Even in the United States, some Mercedes vehicles can project symbols like arrows or lines on the road to guide drivers. Less expensive systems in Europe and Asia use several thousand or even fewer light emitters. Um, but you can't have it here. You can't have it here. Regulations here just don't cover um, the the twenty two uh, uh, twenty twenty two regulations that said you can have it came with all kinds of strings attached because U.S. regulations are so different from those in other countries with requirements so difficult to meet. Automakers still can't offer it here. It'll be years before they can offer the new redesigned uh, headlights that meet the standard um, uh, auto uh, industry uh, sources say. So I was, you know, I was tempted to call Mercedes and see if I could just get it updated or, or maybe take the car up to Canada. You know, I could say, I could move up to Canada, Brian, and say, uh, you know, just, just take a tour, just take a trip up there. <laughs> right. And say to the Mercedes dealer, listen, I'm moving here. Can we, can we engage this automatic headlight? And then and not move there, just bring the car back here. Right. It's the only way I could think of to get it. It's so ridiculous that you can't get them here. Even though the rest of the world has them. Because the government regulates every damn thing. Well, they what? have to. Because you're, you're too stupid. stupid. Yeah, we can't have you making a choice. No, huh? Oh, no. No, no. You're not smart enough to do that on your own. And the engineers at Mercedes and uh, Volkswagen and General Motors, they're not smart enough either. Uh-uh. Only, Only the, the government. government. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Uh, we wish the regulation and testing would be reconsidered to accept what has already been proven around the world, including Canada, uh, and was informed and supported by the Society of Automotive Engineers. Audi, Volkswagen, luxury brand wrote uh, this in a statement provided to... To CNN, many of our cars equipped with matrix-designed or digital matrix-designed lighting on U.S. roads today could be turned on to provide greater visibility, less glare, which would be safer roads. But we make sure the government takes care of everything. Don't let anybody else have a choice because they're just apparently too stupid. 874-9390, toll-free number 800-529-5572. Uh, Reason Magazine says the United States should not give Israel or Ukraine any more money. I agree with them. Uh, but before we get to that, we were talking about education earlier in the program. 
And there is a bill making its way through the California legislature that could, if approved, pave the way for free college tuition for black students and others uh, that are perceived to be marginalized communities. Uh, This apparently uh, passed the uh, state assembly back in September, and they're waiting for the Democrat-controlled Senate uh, to make its choice. If it's approved, it would then uh, go before the voters. And effectively, what it would do is allow the governor to circumvent the state's uh, ban on racial preferences that was passed by a majority of voters in 96 uh, with Prop 209 and uh, reaffirmed uh, in 2020 uh, by referendum. And it would let the governor uh, use the state's coffers to fund research-based or cultural-specific uh, programs if they increase the life expectancy of improving educational outcomes for or lifting out of poverty-specific groups based on race, color, ethnicity, national origin, uh, or, quote, marginalized genders, sexes, and sexual uh, 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 orientation. So they will take your money... Taxpayer money and give free tuition to groups they think are marginalized. Really? This, I mean, this is so insane. These these uh, you know taxes that you're compelled to pay are being used in ways you may not approve of. Why not let me keep the money and and create a nonprofit and if I can afford it I'll donate to the nonprofit. And then you can use the money to underwrite the cost of education. That's how free choice works. That's not something that the Democrats and the socialists who are bringing down the country are willing to let you invest in. Don is on the phone on a Froster Buns Friday. Don, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I am well, thank you. What's up? Well, I was just uh, driving along listening to you, as I typically do, and you're talking about uh, the car headlight requirements, and, you know, we're too stupid. And I'm just thinking, you know, we've got Biden in there that uh, even in defense of his senility, he proves that he was senile because of uh, thinking that uh, that uh, the two countries that don't even border, they're, they're talking about their border. Yeah. He's senile in everything that he does. He's let 8 million illegal aliens in. Their main focus of the Democrat Party is to kill as many babies as possible. So, uh, you know, they're right in thinking that we're too stupid. If there's <laughs> that many people that's willing to vote for somebody like that, we are too stupid. Well, the choices aren't the choices aren't great, but it is the mentality of politicians everywhere that, in fact, yeah. we're too stupid. Yeah, and yeah, I I think that it's between Tweedledee and Tweedledum this time. Um, Trump did a wonderful job in lots of ways, but he sure don't know how to keep his mouth shut. <laughs> and. Okay. Uh, so anyway, right. thank you very much. All right, Don, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on us. Uh, Froster Bunch Friday, quick break. 
We'll come back, and, and I got a, a bunch of posts from GaryNolan.com. I'll try and go through those next on The Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. It's uh, 10.52. Uh, uh, I, I, ladies and gentlemen, I, I hate to do this publicly, but uh, Brian is a friend of mine, and I, I value his judgment, and I, I, I'm going to ask him uh, for his advice, and I, I, I'm going to do it on the radio, But uh, and I apologize for doing this publicly, Brian, but I got a friend request from this Winifred... Uh, and she is... Um, oh, so she, yeah. You yes. Just go ahead and click. Yeah. She's very, very young, and I see a photograph of her in a, in a bare midriff. Uh-huh. Um, she yeah. looks like some kind of a yeah, model. Yeah, that's fine. But, sure. But she's not from uh, any of the cities that were... It doesn't were... matter, yeah. The more French, the better. So, see, I so... do it all the time, and uh, hang on, my computer's not working. <laughs> <laughs> But I should go ahead and, and yeah, go ahead and, go ahead and take that. Um, still working on this, but uh, I'll call the engineers in. But yeah. yeah, I'm sure it'll be just fine. You know, any friend request that you get, just From, always accept. Especially you if it's like fine. A, a, a young girl like uh -huh. this. That yeah. I'm sure there's no motive that's attached to. Nothing I need to worry about. Uh-uh. Uh -uh. Oh, okay. Um <laughs> I'll I'll do that a little, a little later on. I don't, I don't know if I should be trusting your judgment now. Anyway, all right, we got to move on. Um, I've been arguing that we have no business giving this money to Ukraine or to Israel. I don't know how anybody can argue otherwise. I don't know how anybody can say a country that's thirty four trillion plus in debt should be even. You know, in their wildest dreams, thinking about giving another hundred billion dollars to another country. But apparently, that's what they want to do. It's always concerning when any federal legislation gets solid bipartisan support, writes Reason Magazine. And that's the case with the Senate's overwhelming support uh, of $95 billion supplemental foreign aid package that includes $60 billion for Ukraine, $14 billion for Israel. Only two Democrats, one independent, and 26 Republicans voted against sending that money. I, uh, I'm, I'm totally at a loss for this. I don't understand why anybody would say that we should do this. Why should we endanger this republic for these other two countries? Why, why should we? I can't think of a reason. When you're $34 trillion in debt, what makes you think giving away another $100 billion is okay? You would think at some point somebody would say, oh boy, we, we got to stop this. <laughs> no. I guess they will push back and say, well, if, if we don't do this, Gary, then Putin will take over all of Europe. It's just the state, Ukraine is just the staging ground to a greater invasion. Wouldn't it make sense then for the Europeans? Oh, and they can't do it on their own. They, the, we, we need to step in and uh, do our part. You mean to tell me that a communist country like Russia <laughs> has more resources for, uh, for their military than the European Union? Apparently so. That's, At you know, that's what I'm reading. Yeah, that's what they seem to be saying on these 
liberal talk shows on TV that then, if we if we don't do this, no one else will. So we have to. But those are supposedly not communist countries. France and Great Britain. And, yeah, they just lay down. But, but they should be more prosperous, have enough money to defend their European brethren. And certainly ought to be able to raise more money than Russia. Russia's a communist country. It's run by a dictator. Why is it that they don't have enough money to defend Ukraine if they think it's necessary? Why do why do we have to do it all? We're 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 over our head. We're $34 trillion in debt. Adding another $100 billion to it is just going to exacerbate the problem. And yet, Democrats and Republicans alike said, yeah, let's do this. Let's do it. Let's spend it. I, 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 I don't understand it. At what point do they say, well, "Look, we we we're we're over we're overwhelmed. We we can't do this. We can't afford this. You're going to have to do this on your own. You're going to have to be responsible for yourselves." Maybe what we think, Brian, uh, and I know this is a lot of hubris, but maybe what we think is Europeans are too stupid. Could be, yeah. I mean, and that goes for money to Israel as well. I mean, they yes. don't need our help. And I just read that uh, we're sending money to Taiwan as well. Did you read that? Yep. And it's like, wait a minute. We can't afford this. Please stop. Apparently, that's not going to happen. Apparently, we're just going to keep throwing good money after bad. The insanity of it all. Uh, we should be getting uh, the verdict on the civil fraud trial. Uh, hopefully, uh, we'll find out sometime today. Uh, this is against uh, Donald Trump. The, the New York civil fraud trial, where he's already been found guilty. It, and and when nobody nobody was losing money dealing with him, that's crazy. We'll cover that ground in the next segment as well. Gary Nolan shows Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show.